0: Hello everyone, Noah Dean here with How To Be 40. The podcast you are about to listen to is not only the episode to kick off the 2022 How To Be 40 season, it is also the first in two parts of the podcast series called Stuff The Envelopes. Now, before I get into it, I wanna thank you for listening and also invite you guys to give me some feedback. I enjoy any type of feedback, constructive Critical, destructive, I don't care. If you have ideas, anything that you want to have dialogue on, hear more about, or if you want to give me some cool tips and tricks, just let me know. Reach out, and I would sincerely appreciate it. But without further ado, here is the first episode, Stuff the Envelopes 2022. What you believe is revealed in your actions, not your words. Let me give you a story. So every few weeks, let's just call it four to five to six weeks, I am in a position where I witness someone tasked with the responsibility of stuffing hundreds, sometimes thousands of envelopes. Can you imagine? Hey man, your job today (laughs) and for the next however many days it takes is to stuff 2,500 envelopes and mail them off. What? What? Man. Anyways. But like I said, this is, this is periodic. It, it happens. And this person, and not just this person, but I as well, I pay very close attention to how that responsibility of that person illuminates character. What I've noticed over time is that people around this person including me start to reveal who they are they start to show their true colors what i mean is you get to see who is willing to help and who is not willing to help and why they are choosing to help or not help who is willing to help when no one else is watching who is willing to help only when certain people are watching who is willing to not help And why? And I am going somewhere with this, so just bear with me. You see, in all of us, if we spend enough time around someone, our true nature is going to be revealed, not with our mouth, but in our behavior. And I made a point that it's over time, right? And the reason I say that is because, listen, everyone is entitled to a, quote, bad day. I heard a guy say that, and I thought that was so brilliant. You know how you get road rage? We shouldn't get road rage, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. We get really ticked off with the person driving or whatever, poor driving. The fact is, maybe they're having a bad day. Now, I will stand on this one. It's okay to get ticked off on the guy or gal that's on their phone driving. We'll save that for a different podcast. But everyone is entitled to a bad day. So therefore, it's not fair for us to judge someone's character or to try to categorize them based on a single observation of their behavior. But I stress yet again, that over time, and especially in my stuffing envelope story, you will see who a person really is. You will begin to see default nature. You will begin to see whose actions align with their words and whose do not. Now, I want to make a point. Do you know what your words are? They're not just These verbal cues that we get from our mouths, your words are, and I'm putting me in this category, our tattoos, what messages they send. Tattoos are just extensions of our mouths, right? They're just perpetually on display depending on where they are. They are our bios on our social media. Those are just words. Those aren't actions. Those are words. They're the cute little quips that we post, the cute little banners and posters and whatever we have in our office, in our car, in our home that say some cool little cliche or Bible verse, what have you. All that is just words. It's just extensions of our mouths. Our actions are unique. So do your actions align with your words? What default nature do your actions reveal? And I pose yet another question to you. What do you do when you find yourself wanting to default to Good but those around you seem to be defaulting to whatever negative trait you want to think about here. You want to do good. You want to default to good. You want to be patient. You want to be loving. You want to be kind. You want to be understanding. But those around you seem to be defaulting to laziness, arrogance, disrespect, manipulation. In those instances, what do we do? Hello friends and welcome to How To Be 40, my podcast that attempts to delineate what it means to transition from juvenile thinking and behavior to genuine maturity. The word test, I'm holding up my air quotes, the word test is a noun, definition A. It is something such as a series of questions or exercises for measuring the skill, knowledge, intelligence, capacities, or aptitudes of an individual or group. Definition B, a critical examination, observation, or evaluation. For me, the whole stuffing envelopes situation is a test. It is without doubt An exercise for measuring my capacity. It is a critical examination of what my default nature is, how I view others and their actions. And it is also an avenue for me to be honest with myself and think, are my actions aligning with my words? I, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to stuffing envelopes, have resoundingly failed that test. Now, before I go on, I want to go on a tangent. I think all of us fall into one of two categories in general. We are either pushers or pullers. Let me explain. Let's say that you want to distinguish yourself from the group. I'm not going to give an example. You can think of one yourself. You want to distinguish yourself from a group. There are two ways to do that. You can separate yourself from the group via your own effort You can lift yourself up. You can distance yourself. But you can use your effort to distinguish yourself. Or you can push everyone else down to make it seem like you are elevated above the rest. You can push them away. Let me explain. A pooler in life When they want to succeed, they're going to work. They're going to do the body weight movements, if you will. They're going to do pull ups and lots of them. They're going to get stronger, better. They're going to work hard and trust that their efforts alone will distinguish themselves from the group. A pusher is going to choose the, quote, easier route, they're going to simply try to diminish others. One example, one way to do this is to, well, think of yourself in a corporate atmosphere. A puller is going to work hard, get there early, stay up late, be diligent, communicate well. A pusher is going to make fun of the one that gets there early and stays there late. A pusher is going to try to make others seem inadequate. A pusher is going to try to push everyone else down to make them look like the successful or capable one. I want you to think about the pusher and puller as we move on. But back to my test, what does a past look like when you find yourself wanting to default to good and those around you default to laziness, arrogance, disrespect, and manipulation? The wisest man of all time was once asked what the greatest rule of life was. And when the wisest man of all time is asked, what is the greatest rule of life? You know what you do if you want to be wise? You listen. You listen carefully. And thankfully for us, when this person was asked, what is the greatest rule in life? He answered, he answered. He said, the greatest rule of life is this. And he actually gave it in two parts. He didn't say there's a first rule and here's the second rule. He said, here's part of the first most important rule in life. And here is the other part of the first most important rule of life. And I'm not going to give you both parts. If you want both parts, you can get with me outside of the podcast. I'll only give you one. And one of those two was to love others i actually done a podcast on this. So what do I do when my capacity is measured? What do I do when there's a critical examination? I'm supposed to love them, right? Holy crap, that's easier said than done. You know how hard it is to love somebody who's lazy, arrogant, disrespectful, and manipulative? True story, I'm not kidding you. I know a woman. This happened about last week. This blows my mind. A woman is talking to me, wonderful, wonderful human being. And she was kind of venting to me about a problem she had. You see, her mother-in-law is living with her. I cannot even imagine. Donna, I love you, but if you try to move in with me, it's not going to work out. So this wonderful woman is talking to me about how her mother-in-law has moved in. And obviously, you know what's coming. There's some tension, some bitterness a little bit of anger, if you will, that starts to boil up in her, even though she is a very patient person. And she said, Noah, I was praying about it. And I felt like God wanted me to wash her feet. And I said, we, <laughs> I said like, what the crap did you just say to me? I said, you've got to be kidding me. Nobody in 2020 2021 is washing anybody's feet. I said, you're kidding. Like, you're speaking something metaphorically, right? Like, wash your feet, forgive her, buy her a snow cone or something. She said, no. She said, I felt like I was supposed to wash her feet. That grosses me out. And I said, after I got past my jaw-dropping facial expression, I said, did you do it? And she said, I did. She said, I did. And in return, she wanted to wash my feet. We had conversation. And now that relationship is mended. Can you imagine? Think about the person that you despise right now. And all of you have somebody in your mind. I've got like five. (laughs) Can you imagine approaching that person and saying, hey, I feel like I need to wash your feet. That takes a level of humility and a pride swallowing that is literally unfathomable to me. But you know what? That's why this podcast attempts to delineate. And I don't claim to know the answer of genuine maturity, but I know that genuine humility is something that that woman expressed to me. And therefore, a pass means to literally do that. Give that person a pass. It's my job to sit there by myself, stuffing envelopes when nobody else wants to help. It's my job on the highway to forgive the person that's on their phone and about to kill everybody and themselves. Have you ever noticed the word give is in the middle of forgiveness? You know why that is? Because forgiveness is a gift. It's a gift that you are providing. You're forgiving that person. You're saying your fault is erased, at least relative to you. That's what a pass means, and holy crap, that's hard. I'm not going to get on that too much because we had an entire podcast about forgiveness. But I want to get back to the default. We need to set our default, our base mode, the foundation of who we are needs to align with loving others. It, it, period. And it's hard. It's difficult. It sucks sometimes or it seemingly sucks. Seemingly is the key word there. Because I think even though I don't act like it all the time. And these are words. My actions will speak louder than this. We know that. I think that that's where true happiness is. Following the rule that we talked about earlier. We need to set our default to help others. Now, I, if, if, not, if not thousands, at least hundreds of occasions, have been lazy, manipulative, arrogant, disrespectful, etc. But I don't want to default that direction. Over five weeks, over and over and over again, I don't want to show those characteristics. I might be having a bad day. But the moment that my actions default to that negativity is the moment that I have directed my course to fail at life. And defaulting to kindness is impossible with arrogance it's impossible with pride i don't want to be a prick and interestingly enough i'm supposed to let go when those pricks out there reveal their prickishness to me and if we want to advance in life let's be pullers let's pull ourselves up let's not degrade others Let's not try to make them look stupid or incompetent, even though some of them might be. And once we do elevate ourselves in whatever dimension you are in, let's take it one step further. Let's turn around and help someone else up. When your test comes, when that exercise for measuring your capacity, when that critical examination comes your way, When you find yourself at the frustrating end of someone being a pusher, pass the test, stuff the envelopes without holding a grudge. You think Fran or Murph or running a marathon is difficult? Not compared to this. Certainly not compared to washing your enemy's feet. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. But the fact is, these difficult situations, these scenarios, the self-reflection is why we're here. We're trying to be better. I believe that nobody listens to this podcast if they're arrogant because I believe that Eric and people think they have all the answers and they're not trying to find a way to be better. That being said, I thank you and I respect you and I want you to reach out to me and tell me how I can do better. And I know this idea of a pusher and a puller and trying to default to good resonates with some of you. Because I'm on the same mission. That's why I'm here. And so the challenge for all of 2022 is whatever stuffing the envelopes means to you, whatever that part of your life is, let's work on passing the critical examination. I'm Noah Dean. Thanks for listening.